0: i <laughs> And good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Winner Winner PUBG podcast. Every once in a while, we have a topic that comes up in the community that is polarizing one way or the other, and they seem to come in waves. When this happens, we get really excited to reach out to the community, content creators, people that are in the mix, dealing with this and part of it all the time, and I'm really excited for the interview that we've got lined up today. Before I bring our guest in, I want to do just a little bit of setup. We've done some recent episodes on popular PUBG API plugins, PUBG Report... PUBG lookup, PUBG.op, all of these different things that track stats or track videos and show cool perspectives from streamers or gamers that have capture on. So it's really cool that they've created ways to connect streamers and players in a way that I've never seen in any other game. But it also puts a highlight on things that the community may consider toxic or some community members think is hilarious and they they want it to be that way. In addition to this, it brings up the topic of stream sniping or stream helping. So we basically opened up this discussion at a surface level because we haven't experienced it ourselves, but I think anyone who's playing this game or specifically watching it on Twitch has definitely seen instances where stream sniping is at least mentioned, or they've seen, you know, instances where it's come up. So we've reached out to someone you might know. He's widely known as the stream helper or sniper or whatever you want to call it. Most commonly referred to as the shopkeeper. We've got for you today with me is Snafer. Snaffer? You know what? Let's just bring him in here.
1: Most people call me Snafer. Yeah, it's actually like a Swedish name, not a Swedish name, but it's like I pronounced it uh, Snafer when I first made the name. But in English, it'll be safe for them.
0: Well, welcome to the show, sir. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing great today. Awesome. Well, we've uh, been trying to get this on the books, but we realized pretty quickly that our time zones are a little off. So thank you so much for taking time out of your afternoon to get this uh, on books. No problem. What I want to do is talk a little bit about your background. This is obviously a PUBG podcast, so we'll dive into that. And then I kind of want to talk about your content. So most people know you as quote unquote, the shopkeeper. Yes. But I want to know more about that. And, you know, I want to know where that came from. But I really want to know about you, you know, because one of my favorite things about Twitch is getting to know people. But it's really hard to get those background things just from the, you know, the Twitch panels or watching some streams. So you just kind of mentioned the origin of the name. And I think you're from Sweden. I am. And I saw on your Twitch panels that you're 16. Does it does it surprise people when they learn your age? I'm actually 17 now. I turned
1: 17 last Monday.
0: Happy belated.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does surprise people. That's why I didn't... When I first started, like, streaming and stuff, I uh, I didn't reveal my age because a lot of people thought I was, like, 30, 25. I just wanted to keep it a secret for a while just to surprise people more, you know? So, uh, yeah, a lot of people... Got shocked to learn that I was uh, 16.
0: So how did you come up with the idea to get into this? And maybe the better question would be, how long have you been gaming on PC and have you been watching streams for a long time? I've been gaming
1: on PC for about three years now. I, uh, I've i been watching Twitch for like uh, a y- two years, maybe. I usually started watching uh, Forsen and uh, some other streamers, some big streamers. When I started playing PUBG, I started watching uh, like PUBG related streams.
0: Gotcha. So for me, I kind of did the same thing. And it all stemmed from, you know, I was really captivated by this game. But then I really wanted to watch people that were good at it to get better. Is that how it started for you?
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Not, not maybe not the main I just want main like reason I started watching PUBG streams probably because uh, yeah, I just found it very uh, enjoyable you know when you uh, when you got bored of the game after you played it for like a couple hours a day uh, and then you watched someone streaming it really good and then yeah, yeah you
0: kind of want to play it again to hit those headshots and everything it's probably the main reason for me so tell me tell me a little bit about your background how long how long you been gaming did you grow up playing games has it always yeah. been pc uh no it's not always been pc I. Uh, started gaming around
1: like the age of six, seven, five, yeah around there. Uh, Mostly with my, uh, I have two older brothers and they, uh, they introduced me to gaming. We had the original Xbox, so I played some games there like Rayman and other stuff. I can't remember all of them, but then I also, we also had a PC. And I think my uh, yeah, my first first person shooter
0: game I played was actually uh, Combat Arms. I don't know if you know that one. I you know what? I've I've heard of it. I was a big Counter-Strike player coming up. That always got mentioned, but I was so engrossed in Counter-Strike yeah. that I never checked yeah, it out. Yeah, I mean, out.
1: it's a little bit like Counter-Strike, but yeah. I probably I started I started playing that around when I was like 7 years old, so it's
0: my first first person shooter. So you you mentioned you had two older brothers. Did you spend a lot of time watching them play as well?
1: Yes, yes. I uh, I did. I enjoyed watching them play a lot.
0: Do they watch you stream now?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean sometimes they join and uh, and watch definitely.
0: That's awesome. So so Combat Arms was your first like jump into the FPS world? Yes. How did you continue that? Was it did you like jump into FPS was that the like oh my gosh, I love this style of game or were there other things in between?
1: Nah, I wouldn't really say that. Like, I played Combat Notes for a while. I think then later I started playing, like, League of Legends, like MOBA. I wasn't really into too much uh, FPS, first-person shooters. I, uh, I also played, like, Call of Duty and stuff. But I mainly played, like, other games, like League of Legends and uh, not FPS games. A lot of different games. Racing games and stuff
0: like that. Is there a game that you think... People would be surprised to know that was maybe it was your favorite game or it's a game you put a ton of hours into what, what game do you think would surprise people that you played
1: i mean yeah i probably like league of legends probably surprised a lot of people that I, yeah i put many hours into that i mean i played it. For, i don't play it that much now since i play PUBG. I played now and then but yeah i playing that for a lot of years and put many hours into it so
0: i remember league of legends being when it when it first came out it was brand new it was exciting and it was that competitive feeling do you play that for fun when you still play it? Do you do you grind the ranks, or is it just kind of like a casual fun?
1: I usually never play like ranked when I play League of Legends. I usually just play uh, play casual with friends. I never play like alone, so I just play with the people that
0: I know. Like most people, you mentioned that you're 17 now, and that, that caught me completely off guard when I saw that, and I'm guessing a lot of people think that, and that speaks to maturity, but it also brings up questions... How do you find the time to stream? Are you in school? What's what are you doing outside of PUBG? Because I see you streaming every once in a while. So what what else is going on?
1: Yeah, I'm in school. It's uh, I'm yeah, but it's high school. I think that's what you call it in the in the US, but uh, it's a different name here. But it's the first year of uh, of high school. Then it's called gymnasium here. So yeah, that is uh, going on as well. I usually uh, have time to stream like two to three hours. Uh, a day, on the weekdays. Uh, So that's usually what I do. I stream when I come home, and then, uh, yeah, for the rest of the evening, I just, you know, study or watch Twitch.
0: Right, and you're a pretty popular character, which we'll we'll jump into. Do people at school know that you're the shopkeeper?
1: Mm, I mean... Yeah, but not really. Like they don't. It's not that many people that play PUBG, but some people know. Not not everyone though, but yeah, close friends know. I don't tell everyone. Go. I don't go around telling everyone that I uh, I am a, a streamer and a, a famous shopkeeper to impress them. No.
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because I, in the PUBG world. I would imagine anyone who's watched PUBG YouTube videos probably at least has seen something that you were in, so I think that's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but uh, most of the people
1: that I know that I used to play PUBG, they they don't really play PUBG that much right now, so, like, they know, but I don't, yeah, I don't
0: go around telling everyone. Age is probably something that people kind of misunderstand about you, clearly. Is there something else that gets commonly misunderstood
1: I can't really think of anything, but maybe some uh, some things that I do get me misunderstood. But uh, like the the shop, the whole shop thing.
0: Well, yeah, let's. I mean, let's let's chat about that because it seems like there's a really big split in the pubg community around stream sniping stream helping content creation so before we jump into that i mean how's how's business been at the shop
1: <laughs> well right now i i i've kind of um closed the shop you could say for a little bit since uh so they getting heated and uh blue hole is banning people left and right and also my uh, my main customer my favorite customer Shakutako, Taco he uh, yeah I mean he kind of he doesn't want any stream snipers
0: friendly or not friendly anymore so I just you know I've taken a little break from that that's that's really fair and I think it's probably good that the stance is coming out from Bluehole because it was kind of a gray area before yeah but I still think the original idea of this was really fun I mean it did produce some good content
1: yeah definitely. and there's
0: an argument for that and then there's also the argument that it gives people an advantage that maybe they shouldn't have. As a streamer who's got people coming to help them or bring them extra loot, things like that. What I'm really interested in is where did the original idea to be the shopkeeper come from? It was completely random. I joined Choco Taco's game. There was another
1: guy. His name is Fossil Davis. He was uh, he was also like stream sniping. He was he was running around with uh, like a soundboard. He was playing music. And he was following Choco Taco, and I I saw that, and then I tried to follow as well. And then he was in a... They were both in a building. He was, like, playing music or anything. I just walked into the building, and there was a counter there. Uh, it was a building in Miramar. So there was a counter there. It's, there's actually a clip of it I have in my channel. It's in Twitch as well. Sure. But, yeah. I walked to the counter... I heard him coming and I don't know. I just got an idea from that. Like the me standing behind the counter and he was in front of it. And then
0: I just, I improvised and that's that. And the legend was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back when you were, were doing it, how often were you actually setting up the shop?
1: Uh I was doing it a lot i was uh, i mean the main reason why I did it because I just loved seeing the reaction in in the chat from Shaco's chat i just uh, it was great to me like i I just loved it so I
0: did it so a lot. tell me about that because I've only ever seen the YouTube videos of the aftermath so tell me about that what happened in chat when you would set the shop up
1: i mean it was it was going crazy the first time uh, i mean it wasn't so good like I didn't plan it as I just said the first shop. So it wasn't so good. Some people fi- found it very funny. So then I uh, I started doing like more planned. And this, I remember the second time I did it. I planned it and everything. I put some things up in a, on a table. And then yeah, it was it was really fun. Like the chat was going crazy. And I was just smiling. I was smiling so long. Smiling for
0: like an hour. Because of just the, the reaction of chat. Do you remember what you sold him? The first time you sold him something?
1: Yeah, it was a box of 5.5. Five and uh, an extended mag. SMG I think it was but that was just in the, like I said I didn't plan it so that was just in a room that I walked into like <laughs> that was the only two right. things
0: I had in my shop so <laughs> when, you, when you were doing this did you ever like take the time to set everything up get the counter all set up and then have you know some random person come by and kill you or steal everything did that ever happen I mean yeah, yeah I mean it happened
1: it happened a lot uh but you know i always i always kept like a gun on me in case that happens so usually like i uh, i kill the person the people coming in trying to kill me but sometimes i got killed myself and yeah it was quite annoying after
0: uh, all that plan and everything and for that to happen so so for those that don't know exactly how this set up how how did you know that it was Chaco coming up how did you how did you figure that out you know just uh watching the stream oh gotcha okay
1: i that makes sense I kind of, I'm a little bit scared of talking about it here. You know, it might be some, it's uh, a blue hole people
0: watching, might take action. Who knows? I, I guess the way I think about it is, you know, being, being willing to talk about it and, and you, they made a decision to say, you know, we don't want people doing this. Chaco made a decision that he doesn't want this to happen. And what you said previously was that you stopped doing it because of that. That's pretty big, right? Because you definitely have some notoriety when it comes to YouTube and PUBG. And like, like I said, most people that are watching content for PUBG probably are aware of you. Yeah, I, w- I would hope that you know just talking about what what happened in the past wouldn't have any any yeah. negative repercussions. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think it so. did create some really good content. Again, I appreciate you talking about it because it is kind of in that gray area. I mean, yeah. The other reason
1: why I stopped doing it as well is like, I mean, there's, there's some reasons why I've taken a break. You know, I focus more on school as well, gives me more time. To, oh, and, and focus on streaming, you know, it gives me more time to focus on that. And I'm not spending hours, like, planning to set up the shop and stuff, so.
0: Did you have other people that were regular customers to the shop in-game that, that would try to come in in a friendly way?
1: yeah. Yeah, I've had I've had a, a lot of customers, you know. Shroud has came, come by a couple times, like Swagger and uh, a lot of other people, like Boom. A lot of Shaco's friends as well, mostly his friends.
0: Did Did you have anybody that like routinely tried to ruin the shop? You don't have to out them, but I was I'm just curious.
1: Not really. I mean, it's, uh, when every time Swagger came in with uh, with Chako, usually yeah, he usually killed me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're yeah, we it was just jokes. I uh, yeah, that uh, yeah. that's actually another thing that happened. Like there was this one time when uh, when Chako and Swag came into the shop, and Swag was doing this like personality thing when he was the bully. Every time he came in, so he usually killed me. But one time it was uh, it got really bad, like in chat, because a lot of people got angry with Swag. They they took it very seriously that he that he always killed me so I so I got a lot of um, a lot of hate for that one time I remember that made me actually feel really bad because it was just jokes all the time but
0: yeah so actually that brings up a good point so you mentioned that chat would respond to the the shop other people would come in and you just said like swag was playing a role and then it, and it kind of turned negatively was your goal in all this just to create funny content for the streamers you set the shop up for
1: yes yes i mean yeah that's what that's what i said like the i remember like the second time i set up the shop that's where like everyone uh, that's when chat was going crazy and then i just i just found it really funny every time to see the reaction in chat i mean that's the main reason why i kept doing it just to see the reaction in chat
0: you said it made you like feel bad when it went negative did did you like jump into chat at that point and be like the guys this is all for fun yeah yes how did how did that how did that situation end up did you jump in there and be like whoa 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 whoa"?
1: i mean yeah i mean it, it ended all well like everyone wasn't hating on swag but i was trying to i was trying to tell people to to stop it i mean swag didn't he, he didn't really care that much like he he's a swag's a tough guy like he's not it's not going to affect him. some people telling him mean stuff yeah, I can't. I'd imagine
0: it pretty much rolled off his back.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually it ended. Like, I don't. It ended good. Like, nothing really bad happened after that.
0: Well, that's good. So in game, that was probably pretty funny. And there's a bunch of YouTube clips of you and various streamers coming up. YouTube has its own opinion on which one they think is the funniest. What do you think is the funniest thing that's happened while you were doing this?
1: Probably uh, when uh, on Miramar, when Choco and Boom came in and they were <laughs> I was selling stuff. And then I got randomly sniped by a, a guy out the window. Uh, there was another team. <laughs> And that's yeah. I mean, a lot of people will tell it's the it's the funniest clip when they came into my shot. They they say it's their favorite clip of me. But yeah, that's that's a really funny clip. <laughs> and then boom and Chaco just take everything off the table. They steal everything.
0: <laughs> Turned them into robbers. That's funny. Yeah so let's let's dive into the part that's that's kind of controversial, and you've already mentioned your decision based on what's going on, but let's talk about the overall philosophy because there's many people that say stream sniping of any kind is detrimental to the game, yes, specifically stream helpers they say it isn't fair to give someone extra items because it's giving them an advantage. And then there's also the stream snipers that are maliciously camping or using the stream information to put themselves in an advantageous situation against the streamer. So regardless of what Bluehole just decided to do, what do you think about this?
1: I mean, yeah, like hostile stream sniping. That's that's usually what uh, I call it. A lot of people have to do. That's when uh, that's when stream snipers try to kill the streamer. And yeah. I mean, that's just nobody likes that. I think. Like, I think everything, everyone is against that, except the people doing it, of course. But most people that do that get banned. though.
0: What do you think about people that want to be in the game you're in, but don't use information from the stream? Like, if somebody goes into a streamer's chat and realizes they're watching and playing and they realize they're in the same game and they turn the stream off. Do you think that's okay if someone's like trying to get in your game and then they don't use information? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think so. If everyone does
1: that, it can be a little bit, uh, especially for like big streamers. I think it can be a little bit, uh, overwhelming. If everyone joins the game and turns off the stream and then they see the name, they might all, they might all uh, like rush, the streamer so that might happen i don't think that's a big problem though no. but i think that's fine like if you get into a game and then you turn off stream like that yeah that
0: should be completely fine yeah i think you hit it on the head for me too where i think it's a scale thing like i don't have stream snipers and <laughs> i'm not big enough to have yeah, to worry about that Neither me so <laughs> so it's like if if i got it it would almost be endearing but i can totally see the point where if a streamer wants to play the game And they're forced to play a completely different type of game that can be absolutely, you know, it can kill the fun of it. So I I get that. So what do you say to the side of the stream helper? Do you think the positive content, the YouTube videos, the Twitch videos, do you think all of that outweighs the little bit of help they get from having the extra items from, say, a stream helper? I'm not so sure
1: when I do my shop I usually don't give out stuff for free like I usually trade stuff like so they have to give me stuff and I give them stuff so when I did that I usually didn't try to do this like that much so it wouldn't impact the gameplay so much so but yeah I think uh, people that just every game just run up and give a loot I I think that's uh, yeah this can be a little bit repetitive it doesn't really seem right
0: so as as you just said that it it makes me think that the challenge for stream helping stream sniping, whatever you want to call it, is that it's a very subjective thing because it's it seems to be a scale issue right because if if you're doing it and saying well i'm I'm trading items and I'm not bringing like an m two four nine and an om to a streamer, but maybe it would be not so good if someone's delivering them top tier loot. And that's an ex, I guess, from what I just am thinking about here is that's an extremely hard thing to regulate, yeah, from a from blue hole's perspective,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's the this thing, they either gotta like ban everyone, like even like friendly ones and hostile ones, or the uh, it's a little bit hard for blue hole, I think, to uh, to like see the difference sometimes between the hostile ones and the people that just bring loot and stuff, like, they either
0: gotta ba- ban everyone
1: or not do anything so i think what they do now is just you know ban everyone yeah
0: and it's i think measuring it's hard right yeah. where's the line yeah well is it okay to give an extended mag and not a quick draw is it okay to give an <laughs> m4 and not an arm you know i think that's just yeah. a really hard line
1: like i said like i i just do it for fun like to create content and make people laugh laugh and see the reaction in chat
0: but uh, i don't try to
1: impact the game or give someone an advantage it's not like my secret sure. plan.
0: So are are you sweating now that we've talked about it for 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> mm, a little bit. <laughs> well, let's uh let's switch over to your content. Let's let's talk about yes. your stream and and what you're doing. When I first discovered you, it was probably months and months ago when I saw a shopkeeping video on YouTube when I went on like a you know, late night, three hour YouTube clip run. And when we decided to reach out, when this kind of hit the community and people started talking about it a lot and Bluehole was getting ready to make a decision and they've since done that, I, I started watching some of the VODs on your stream oh. and I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know if you were going to be, well, I didn't know what kind of PUBG player were you going to be, but I actually found that you're Really good at the game, like you're an above-average player. Thank you. How long have you been playing PUBG? I think you mentioned you've been PC gaming for a while, but how long have you been playing PUBG specifically? So PUBG came out like March two thousand
1: seventeen, and I uh, I bought it like a month after, so it was like the middle of April. So I've been playing for a little bit over two years now, PUBG, and ever since I bought it, it's been like my main game that I play. Do you know how many hours you have? I have over uh, I have two thousand two hundred. 45 hours right now gotcha
0: you mentioned before that you don't play like ranked modes of things you just play for fun or with friends is that the same in PUBG, or do you are there stats that you're chasing down or do you have interest in getting into leagues or anything
1: no, not right now. Like I'm, I'm just playing for fun now. When I started playing PUBG, I, I, played a little bit competitive because I had a, I had a friend who was really good. Like he was top ten in Europe or something. So when I played with him, it was, he was like a, a little bit more, more try hard. But usually when I play, I just play for, for fun. Also, like when I played, uh, I used to play a lot of Overwatch, and in that game, I played a lot of, uh, a lot of competitive. I didn't really play much casual there, played a lot of competitive. But that's probably like the only game where I've really been just only, you know, only play competitive and stuff like that.
0: What what characters did you play in Overwatch?
1: So when I played like competitive, I usually mained uh, Reinhardt and I also played Genji. Because I didn't enjoy playing tanks all the time. So I, I
0: like playing Genji and Reaper, people like that. He's kind of a tank though. He can block everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Overwatch is a very interesting game to bring up because they have a extremely fleshed out pro scene. PUBG has an extremely fleshed out pro scene, but perhaps a little more underground than Overwatch. What do you think PUBG needs to do to take their game to the next level regarding the competitive scene? Because you said in Overwatch you All you did was play competitive, but yeah. in PUBG, you're creating content for it, you're doing all that. Is there something you think this game needs to take it to the next level? I
1: mean, the thing is, probably the reason why you don't play like competitive in PUBG, you can die to so much stupid things. Like, there's desync, and there's there's bugs, and there's everything in this game. So, like, if you play competitive and just to win, and then you get, like screwed over by the game <laughs> once and it's kind of a it gets it gets really annoying but like in overwatch there are many bugs and stuff like that you die usually when you die, it's like your fault or your team's fault but yeah in, in the pubg you can just die to very stupid things like people prone in or uh, hiding or desync whatever and then you're just out of the game
0: right and there's not a next round yeah exactly. <laughs> a resurrection system along those lines you know pubg is unique in that it's got a really fast time to kill. In addition to all the ways you can die, there's also a number of things that you can do to customize the game to, to fit you. So you mentioned you played console and PC growing up, you've played some other first-person shooters. What have you done settings-wise, maybe from keybinds or customizations there? Do you do anything really unique in this game that may not be common? I don't think so.
1: People say that I, I play with uh, pretty high sensitivity, so maybe that. And I also like to 4X and 6X spray, like put a 4X on the M4 and or 6X and
0: you spray like that. That yeah. was funny because the first time I jumped into one of your streams and said, hey, you were in a top 10 situation, I think with a 6X, and you were mowing people down. <laughs> and chat was going nuts over that 6X spray with the M4. <laughs>
1: I mean yeah I, M4 is my favorite are. I use it all the time so I usually slap a 4x or a 6x on it and yeah it's it's very good and I've been using it for a while now so I've I got pretty used to the, the recoil and stuff like that.
0: So is that something that you intentionally went to learn like did you want to learn how to spray with those bigger scopes or is it something you just started doing in-game and figured out?
1: Probably saw some other streamers do it
0: and I started doing it myself and I, I just got better and better so one of the questions that comes up a lot when we're doing interviews is how you warm up so you mentioned that you play for a couple hours a day when you get time do you warm up before you start playing or do you just jump straight into it no i just i just jump straight into it sorry guys yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've done like i've jumped into the like what do you call it like the the test ranch or shooting range i just, just sometimes jump into that but not not that
0: often I'm actually the same way. I just I, I'd rather jump into a game and warm
1: up there. Yeah, I usually hot chop. I mean, I, I usually always hot drop, but I hot chop the most probably when I
0: start playing. Gotcha. Well, what's your what's your favorite map then? Uh, it's pro- it's definitely Miramar. And is that driven just from the? shopkeeping nostalgia or just (laughs) you like the map? What do you like about it? Because that is not a common opinion.
1: Yeah. So what I like about Miramar is that you uh, can often find a fight pretty easily. Yeah. On Sanok when when you hear some shots you have to like you can't really see that much so you have to run around looking for fights but when you when you get like a, a good scope on Miramar, you can usually just see a, a lot of people wherever you're standing. And uh, yeah, I usually I, like I usually just
0: find it more fun to play uh, to play Miramar because I usually find more fights. So the recently in the not too distant past, they changed up how matchmaking works in the game to make it easier to get maps like Erangel and Miramar versus Sandhawk and Vikendi. Is, have you been playing a lot more Miramar because of that? Yeah, I mean,
1: before when the, when Miramar wasn't really available, I searched for Miramar in like one-man squad because you, you couldn't get it in. Uh, yeah, I think there was that period when they released Weekendee all the way to like uh, a month ago, you couldn't get Miramar in solo's FPP. Yeah, I usually played like solo squads on Miramar because that worked or just TPP Miramar. Uh, but now I usually, I just play uh, Quick Join and I usually get like a lot of Miramar games. It's pretty nice
0: awesome what's your so what's your favorite place to hot drop on miramar and then what's your favorite overall location in miramar the same location it's hacienda del patrón <laughs>
1: i mean it's yeah it's probably my favorite place to hot drop and you know it's my favorite place to drop in the whole game i would say
0: so we we like to do location highlights on the podcast hacienda is one of those unique spots where it's the it's a unique building it's a unique area on the map so it's a place that we would definitely look at doing is is there a specific spot you like to drop in you know it's that big kind of u-shaped building it's got the pool in the middle there's two stories to it what's what's your favorite place to go on hacienda when you're hot dropping
1: usually land the like the big entrance that you know right by the stairs like the uh, the south entrance like the south of the building that's usually where every time i yeah i usually land there
0: so what gun are you looking for like what's your favorite gun to get in the early game
1: in the early game when i'm watching the best gun is probably the the ak i would say it deals a lot of damage and uh, the iron sight is good usually don't have a scope at the beginning so i I mean there's much on the ak iron sight it's usually like it's pretty flat and then there's a little thing so that i mean i like that because close range that can be pretty good because you can see more uh there isn't like many things in the way like the scar iron sign so that can be nice it's so AK, i would probably say it's the best gun to get that start
0: hacienda is one of those you know everyone knows if hacienda is even close to the flight path, there's going to be a lot of people there what would you say is your number one tip for someone trying to win early engagements at hacienda i don't i don't really know like i i just
1: i just go in there and kill people <laughs> like <laughs> uh just win <laughs> yeah i jumped you know the entrance that i was talking about there's uh i usually like look at the bottom floor there then i go upstairs and look there and the balcony up there in Hacienda is actually a very good spot because you can get ambushed by a lot of you can get ambushed to the right that's the that's the only place and then you can like see over the pool and everything you can most if if someone's walking around you can definitely hear it so I I would right. say like getting to that position, the
0: balcony there. That's a, a good position to be in. That high ground is super important, and you can see a lot of it from there. I, I think that's a pretty good tip, right? If you can get some high ground, get it. I mean, that's the
1: that's like the only high ground you can get there if you're not jumping on the roofs.
0: Which you don't want to stay up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so moving into the end game, if you have an ideal setup of guns, what's your favorite primary and secondary combo? Mm, including care package drops
1: drop guns yeah why not yeah so i mean usually i have uh i have my ideal loader is a, an a r and a bolt action uh but i think my favorite loadout would be would be the m two four nine and the the arm but also yeah they're both crate guns so if you are not counting crate guns i would probably pick the pick the m four and the the n because i i don't really prefer the N8 or the m twenty four like i m 4 deals more damage, but I'm more used to the carbine. I feel like it's it's easier to hit people like when they're running. I'm more used to the the bullet velocity.
0: Okay, that's the the old classic combo. I think that that tells me you've been playing the game for a while.
1: I, it's a little bit different from uh, from map also. I've been ju- using the AK a lot more on uh, more on Sanok because I feel like it's that's the best map to use the the AK. So sometimes I actually like to uh, play the AK more on Sanok than M4.
0: I'm with you. I think if I can find a compensator, I think the AK is my favorite AR with the compensator. But outside of that, I I tend to be with you. I like the M4 a lot. Yeah. What is the coolest thing that's happened to you as a result of the content you've created on Twitch and YouTube?
1: Maybe like this time the Swag hosted me once.
0: That was really cool.
1: <laughs> Having like over 500 viewers at one time.
0: How did you react to that? How did that what did that feel like?
1: Yeah, I mean that was I don't know. That was uh, amazing getting getting the host from swag. It was really it was really fun all the people joining, spamming in the chat. It was uh yeah, I mean it definitely made my day. There's also that one time when when I just started streaming, there was this this YouTube channel, Pam G. They make they make these uh these clips, these uh, highlights from Twitch. Probably heard of them. Uh, they actually gave me a shout out when I started streaming. So that, yeah, when I when I was streaming, they gave me like a shout out on
0: on YouTube, and then a lot of people joined, and
1: that was like, yeah, that was also pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. So we're we're kind of at the the end here. I I, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and and we just it's awesome to get some insight on someone that is as mysterious as the shopkeeper. <laughs> at this point on the show, what we like to do is give you a chance to say something to your community and or the listeners of the podcast So if there's anything that any shout outs you want to do or anything you want to say you've, you've got the floor Mostly I would give a shout out to uh, to shako taco of
1: course I mean he's the reason this whole thing started and this whole uh, this whole streaming thing and everything like I, I started streaming because a lot of people wanted me to I got asked a lot I mean that was yeah that was mostly from shako's community. Cause that's where everyone knew me from.
0: Wait, so were you not streaming when you originally did the shopkeeper?
1: No, no, no. I started streaming like a couple of months after it. Wow,
0: that's cool. That's I mean, see that to me that just speaks to what you said. Like you were doing it for content, and that, to me that's just really cool. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I I the, there were some other like stream snipers that started streaming, but I don't I didn't really want to do it at first because I just enjoyed doing the the shopkeeping thing. I did the shop thing. I started doing it like the first shop was actually May thirtieth. So uh, yeah, that was the first. Then I started streaming like in August so, so I thought why not give it a try. Some people wanted me to, so I thought hey why not.
0: The next thing that I was gonna ask you to do was tell people where they can find you, and then also. Uh, anything that you've got coming up or that you want to tell people about and if it's just your channels and stuff that's great but where where can folks find you
1: I mean I also want to uh, to shout out uh, to all my uh, viewers and everything like everyone that's uh, you know that supports me that watch me every day on Twitch I like the community as I said like the people's reaction the reason as well I continue doing it so you can find me on Twitch twitch.tv slash snafer1 someone has snafer already so I can't use that so I just put a one after it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Snafer PUBG on Twitter.
0: Well, you guys heard it here. This, this all started because he wanted to help people in the PUBG world with, with their content. And as a result, he is now on Twitch. He is an excellent PUBG player. Uh, so, Snafer, it was an absolute pleasure. Having you on the show, thank you so much thank for you. joining us. And guys, make sure, please, 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 make sure you go check him out on Twitch. The spelling on that, if you're not familiar with his name, is Z N A F E R one. So Twitch.tv forward slash Z N A F E R one. Make sure you check him out. Let him know that you heard the podcast. Say that you came over from Winter Winner. Let him know what you think. Let us know what you think. Uh, but as always. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Thank you, MTB, for having me. And yeah, hope everyone enjoys. I have
0: no doubt that they will. But as for us and me, this is MTB. Check it out. If you're looking for me, you can find me on socials at MTB Trigger. Or you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash MTB Trigger. You can also reach out to us via email at winnerpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have an excellent rest of your day. Winner, winner, out.